welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey guys, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. On today's episode of the podcast slash vlog, I wanted to talk about rooftop tents. So, you know, there's a lot of hype around rooftop tents. There are a lot of different styles of rooftop tents. Um, there's a lot of hate for rooftop tents. I see a lot of people constantly saying, why would you spend that much money? And then you're up in the air and if you got to pee in the night, you got to climb down. And I'm not crapping on those people. Um, but I want to address that a little bit, right? I want to talk about the pros and cons because they're definitely right. There are some cons to it, right? Climbing down the middle of the night is not ideal. Um, also being on the ground though, if coyotes or bear come around, not ideal either. Um, so there's kind of, there's never like an, an absolute yes or no, right? On rooftop tents. It's kind of your preference. It's kind of what you're used to. It's kind of what you prefer. Um, so again, I just wanted to kind of talk through a little bit about pricing, a little bit about different styles, and then just in general, like pros and cons of rooftop tents versus say ground tents versus say a hammock. Um, if you're new to the channel, again, my name is Fletch. This is all things overlanding. Uh, basically my content is generally overlanding specific, right? It makes sense. It's usually about overlanding stuff. Um, I have an Xterra, as you can see. So I talk about Xterra modifications and do it yourself stuff quite a bit as well. Um, gear reviews and trip reports. So if you're into anything like that, any of that sort of stuff, if you like to build your own stuff, do it yourself, save money. If you're kind of into overlanding on a budget, this is definitely the channel for you. So click that subscribe button down below and I'd love to have you in the comments and, and in the chat. So thanks for watching. Um, before we dive too deep into it, though, did just want to touch on my featured partners really quick. Overland Addict sells everything to do with overlanding. So check out the link in the description below to check out his store. Uh, Last U.S. Bag Company, amazing, amazing quality overlanding bags. So tool rolls, trasheroo style, trash cans, um, stuff for cooking gear, stuff for tools, just about anything that you could think of. Um, third, More Expo. This thing's happening in February 2021. It is going to be an amazing event, 80,000 square feet, tons of awesome vendors. Come and check out the awesome stuff that they have for sale there. A lot of rooftop tents. So if you've been thinking about it and you know that it's a big investment and you're kind of on edge about whether you should spend that much money, come to the Moore Expo and check it out and get to see it in, in person. Get to touch it and feel it and sort of check out the different options for tents. Um, and then last but not least, Northology Adventures. Uh, they have this awesome overlanding magazine. It's totally free. comes out every month. I've actually been lucky enough to write in it a few times. So if you want to check out those articles, definitely go check it out. Um, but again, link in the description below. So without further ado though, let's dive into talking about rooftop tents. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys, so the tent is set up, the toilet is set up, everything is set up. Uh, so I've chopped some wood, got a nice little stack going here, which I think I'll probably do for a little while, probably do some more here later this afternoon, but for now I think we're good. 
a nice little fire going on the portable fire pit, which is nice. And then everything else is set up. Alright guys, so as I mentioned on today's episode, we're going to be talking about rooftop tents. Um, I'm going to talk about sort of the pricing of them, and these are going to be rough numbers, right? Uh, I'm going to put a link in the description below to all these different styles of tents that I'm talking about, so you can kind of go get an idea of pricing and specifications and all that good stuff. Um, if you're looking for tents, hopefully that's helpful. Alright, so let's start with pricing for rooftop tents. Um, rooftop tents can go for a huge variety of prices. Um, I'm also going to include in this used rooftop tents. Because personally, I think that a, because it's such a big investment, if you can find a really well cared for used one, there's absolutely no reason not to purchase one. Um, I actually, before I bought this off-grid Raptor series tent um, off Amazon, I'd been looking at used Smittybilt Overlanders. The Smittybilt style is kind of your typical, it's what most people think of when they think of like a rooftop tent. Um, it's the style that has a vinyl cover that goes over the top of it. You remove the vinyl cover. Generally the cover stays attached, although sometimes it comes off and it hangs down the other side of your vehicle. Um, and then what you do is you basically, the ladder is attached to the tent and it's folded in half. And so what you do is you climb up on the side of your rig, you grab the ladder, pull it back and it opens up like that. And then this is the floor with the ladder helping to support that part that hangs off the side of your rig. Um, there are a lot of pros and cons to this. The pros are that these are generally less expensive. So most of the time these are in the $900 to $1,500 range. Um, there are a number of manufacturers that make these things and I am by no means like a rooftop tent expert, but I have done a ton of research before I bought this one, um, which is why I'm kind of able to at least talk to it passively. Um, so, but the, the Smitty, Smitty built Overlander, non-XL, so there's a regular version and then there's an XL version which is bigger. Um, the regular old version on Amazon is generally about 900 to 1200 bucks. It varies pretty greatly depending on the time of year. Um, I have seen those used though on Marketplace for like five to 600 bucks up to 800 bucks. So, you know, again, if you can be patient and you can kind of search your, your local marketplace and you're willing to drive a little bit to get it and install it kind of on site so you can get it home or you have a truck or something where you could take it home, um, you can get a good deal on one, right? Like again, they're, they're pretty resilient. They're pretty well made. Um, they last for quite a while. Um, so there's no reason not to buy a used one if, if it's a budgetary thing for you, which it was for me for sure. Um, another manufacturer of this is Tapui, um, Free Spirit Recreation I think makes some. There's, there's just a number of different manufacturers that make that style of tent. Um, the reason I didn't get that kind of tent, and the reason that I kind of viewed it as a, as a negative, was um, again the vinyl cover, which this does have a vinyl cover and it's not ideal, it's my least favorite part of this tent. Um, the vinyl cover can be kind of a pain to remove, also the fact that, at least with the Smitty Belt, it stays attached, was actually a down, a, a negative for me because I have my awning on the other side of the truck. So I didn't really want to put the cover over the awning or like try and drop it down behind the awning. I just, that seems like it would just get in the way. Um, with this tent, the awning comes all the way, or the cover comes all the way off. I throw it in the truck and then I can open my awning and I can have the tent up at the same time. So you want to think about that too. You know, do you want to deal with a cover hanging from the side of the vehicle? Do you want one that comes off? You'll want to look into that as well based on your sort of setup. Um, so again, those are the generally the least expensive type, right? Um, another downside of those are that they have sort of like awnings that come out off the side of them um, that go over the windows, and they have multiple. So like with the Smitty Built, I believe there's three 
three of those, um, one on each side and then one on the main sort of front where the door is. The reason I mention that as a negative is it's just more setup and it's more stuff to lose. So there are these metal poles with a little hook on the end that come with it and you basically like stick it in a hole down here and then hook it through the awning at the top. And then that's what holds that awning out away from your windows. The pro of that is your windows are covered. On this tent, the one in the back, if it was pouring down rain, it would have to be closed because it is not covered at all by the awning. Um, on those, it would be covered by the awning, but if it's pouring down rain and you're setting up, then you've got, you know, five to eight minutes instead of two to three on this thing. So set up and tear down is a little more difficult. And again, it's just more parts to lose, right? This thing is all enclosed. This is all one thing with a cover. So I have the cover in the tent. That's it. No poles, no setting anything else up. Um, so that is why I didn't select that kind of tent. Again, if you're looking purely from a budget standpoint and maybe you want, maybe you camp a lot in the rain or you camp a lot in the snow and you want those awnings, then that may be a good style for you. Um, again, I will put links in the description down below to some of the more common ones that you can check out. Um, another thing that I'm just gonna bring up as a general, and this will apply to all the rooftop tents, is that, you know, I've heard a lot about people buying stuff off Alibaba. I'm not gonna say that's good or bad, because I haven't done it. Um, I really thought about it though for a while. They basically make these exact same style of tents um, straight in China, which is where probably most of them are made anyways. Um, and you can buy them pretty cheap, but you generally have to buy them in some sort of quantity. Now, sometimes it's as little as one or two pieces. Um, so you may need to like find a friend and go in with a friend and each buy one and then wait. But the bad things that I've heard about that are it can take a long time. Sometimes you just don't even get the product. Sometimes the quality is so bad that and there's not really any like recourse. So if you spend maybe you save a few hundred bucks and you get a tent for 600 bucks, that's great. Maybe you have to wait two months to get it, though. And then when you get it, if it falls apart in the second or third use, then there's nothing you can do about it. Um, so, again, I bought mine from a U.S. reseller um, on Amazon. So far, I've been super happy with it. So then the next style of tent. Uh, is more of this style of tent. This is kind of like Free Spirit Recreation makes one that is almost identical to this. I've actually had people come up to me and ask me if this is a free style recreation tent or say, how do you like your Free Spirit Recreation tent? <laughs> um, which is kind of funny because this is not that. This is basically the same exact design, same stuff, but just way cheaper than the Free Spirit Recreation one. Um, so this style is more of the sort of single hinge, all in one opening. Uh, style tent. And here's why I bought this one and why I like it. This one was $900 on Amazon with free shipping. So that right there puts me in the bottom end of the even the, the cheaper, uh, you know, fold out sort of style tents. Um, but I got this simple open, simple close tent. Um, I will put some video up here of me. I, I did a video earlier of me opening and closing it. But basically, there's this one hinge right here. And there's these three poles. And that holds up the whole roof. Um, when you basically take the cover off, all you have to do is grab these straps, pull up on it, and the whole tent just in one fell swoop just opens up. So again, setup is super easy, teardown is super easy, which is what I wanted. I did not want to be fumbling with a bunch of stuff and doing a bunch of stuff. Um, it also came with a ladder, which is a really nice value, and um, it's got a couple shoe bags here, which is really nice. You've got two of those, so if you and your spouse are going camping, um, then you've got places for your shoes. Um, another nice thing about this tent is it's pretty much all aluminum construction-wise, so it weighs about 80 pounds. It's actually really light before you load it up with your bedding and all that sort of stuff, but the tent by itself is really light. Um, 
it's also pretty big. It's seven feet long by four feet across um, with this really nice built-in awning up here. So again, you're at least the front you could have open if it's pouring down rain or snow and be fine. Um, and so again, for the money, I just liked this style over that Smitty-built sort of or Tapui-style tent because of the ease of opening and closing and the price. Um, and then third, we'll go into sort of, and there are a variety of different uh, clamshell style gas strut tents. But these are the fanciest and most expensive generally of the tents. I love those tents. If I had the money, I would get one of those tents. Like that would be the ideal way. Um, I know Jeremiah of Overland Pioneers has a rugged bound tent and it is amazing. It's one of the coolest tents I've ever seen. Um, but it's basically just a clamshell style, hard shell. And what you do is you undo a couple of latches, the gas struts push it up and it just opens just like that. So it's basically the same length as this, pretty similar, about seven feet long. Um, but instead of opening to the side of the truck, it would open like that, and then you would get in at the back. Um, another downside for me with an Xterra is I use the back of my truck constantly. So all my cooking gear is back there, my fridge is back there, all my stuff is back there, my drawer system is back there. So for me, I would have to like constantly be taking the ladder up and down to be able to access the back of my truck, which is kind of a downside for me. However, the tent itself, I mean, you want to talk about easy. Like, this thing's pretty easy, but I still have to take that cover off, and I still have to put that cover back on to set it up. With that, you literally just pop a couple latches and let go of it, and it just goes up. Um, the other thing about those is they're fairly expensive, and I don't know exactly how much the Rugged Bounds are, at least a few thousand dollars, probably $2,500, three grand. Most of them are in the, you know, like, there's, uh, Tough Stuff has the Alpha tent. There, there are a bunch of them, and I'll link to them down below. Um... But most of the time, those range from $2,500 to $4,500. So they are expensive. Um, again, at some point in the future, maybe I'll get lucky and like Tough Stuff will reach out to me or Rugged Bound will reach out to me and say, hey, we'd love to give you a free tent if you would do some reviews on it. Hi, guys. Um, I'd be happy to do that. That'd be the only way I could probably ever afford to get one of those tents. Um, but those are really cool. So if you're really into it, if you want to be a rooftop tent camper, but you want something that's closer to like a teardrop trailer that's really easy to set up, that's really stout, that will hold up to high winds and, you know, extreme weather, that kind of stuff, then a clamshell style tent may be a good way to go. Um, so then lastly, we've kind of talked about the three big styles. Now there are other styles. Um, there are other manufacturers, right? This is not meant to be a comprehensive review of every single rooftop tent. I'm just going to kind of walk you through the general. So if you're new to researching rooftop tents and you kind of want to get your mind around it, hopefully this is helpful. Okay, so now that we've talked about all the different kinds of rooftop tents, I want to kind of end, conclude with talking about the pros and cons of rooftop tents, right? So again, a lot of people say, oh, it's, you got to climb up in the middle of the night and, or, you know, a lot of people have dogs, really big dogs. And if you have a big dog, a rooftop tent may not be right for you, right? Like that may just be a huge pain in the butt and you don't want to deal with it. Um, but here's kind of my take on it. We'll start with pros first and then we'll go to cons. So pros of a rooftop tent. The very primary reason that I bought a rooftop tent was to open up space inside the truck. So I have an Xterra. They're not particularly huge. They're not tiny, but they're not huge. Uh, especially once I put my drawer system in the back, I lost all the space behind my back seat. Um, so if I was taking my kids and I had, you know, two more sleeping bags rolled up, I got air mattresses that I got to take for them. I got all this stuff, pillows, their backpacks. Like once I started throwing that stuff in there with also then I had a tent and a cot and sleeping bags and memory foam pads that I put down on the cot. And just, there's so much stuff that goes into like your sleeping system, right? Unless you are like a hammock and tarp camper that you can get something that's really, really small. Um, those things take up a ton of room. So for me, I liked being able to move all my bedding, my pillow, 
other stuff. I store other stuff up there too, like flashlights, lithium batteries and things like that for charging my cell phone, that sort of stuff all stays up there. Um, that all went to the roof. The second reason, the other thing that I really liked about the rooftop tent was that it's always ready to go. So again, I mean, I run a YouTube channel about overlanding, so I'm really into camping and overlanding, obviously, right? Um, but part of the reason that it was such a pain was there might be days where it's a Friday or something and my wife is like, hey, we're going to go hang out at the neighbor's house. If you want to go camping, you can go. And it's three o'clock. And I'm like, oh, shoot, I want to go. But like now I have to go dig through all these crates that I've got in the basement on shelves. And I've got to find all my gear. I've got to find my tent and I've got to find my sleeping bag. And I didn't want to keep everything in the truck. So I'm constantly moving stuff in and out and in and out. And it was such a pain, right, that it would prevent me from going sometimes. So again, the rooftop tent not only let me get stuff out of the, the inside of the truck, it also let me be ready to go whenever. Like, I can just hop in the truck, grab some food, and I can go. Um, so that was a huge plus for me. So if you're really into camping, if you really want to go more, but, you know, you just find that you don't have the time or, you know, you, you kind of get last-minute warning to go and you just can't get ready quick enough, that could be a big benefit of a rooftop tent, too. Um, third, the being up off the ground thing is great. Um, and a lot of people talk about for bears or coyotes or wolves or like that kind of thing. I live in Indiana, so we have coyotes, but that's about it. Maybe some wolves, but I've never seen one. And really coyotes, I've just heard them howling at night, but that's about it. I've never had any problems with them, never been attacked by anything. Um, I've been to West Virginia and, and we found some bear scat bias one night, but again, never saw a bear, never had any problems with it. I mean, I don't want to see a bear, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not scared of them, but I'm also not like thrilled to meet one in the middle of the night while I'm asleep. Um, so getting up off the ground is really beneficial just from a security safety standpoint too, right? Especially if like my wife is not super keen on camping. So she really likes being up on the roof where she doesn't have to worry about waking up to something sniffing her in the middle of the night. Um, but more even than the animals, I think, are the bugs. Like, again, I never really thought about it, um, but when I look back at, like, my tent camping days or my hammock camping days, like, you'd wake up the next morning, you have bugs all over your tent or all inside of your tent, and it was just a nightmare, right? Like, it was just, there's just bugs everywhere all the time when you're on the ground. Um, but they don't really seem, I don't know why, like, it's not like a bug couldn't climb up my truck and then climb up into the, the tent, but there's something about the number of levels that it has to go through to get up there. I don't have any bugs in there. I don't have any, you know, any problem with bugs or, or critters at all in the winter, which I really, I really like that. It's nice. Or in the summer, I guess I should say. Um, the other thing is cleanliness. So like, especially like with my kids, um, and nothing against them, they're kids, right? They can't help themselves. But when you have a tent, it's like they just run in and out with their shoes on. They, you know, they just, it's like they can't help it. Um, and it's just tough too. Like you gotta, you kinda gotta sit down on the ground and take your shoes off, but then do you leave them outside if it's gonna rain? Or, you know, like do you bring them inside and then you get dirt all inside your tent? With a rooftop tent, again, you got shoe bags, right? So like I've got these bags out here that are Velcroable and they're waterproof. You can throw like your keys and your wallet down in this little sub pocket. You can throw your shoes up in the main pocket. So your shoes stay out. You climb up this ladder. All the stuff kind of falls off your shoes as you climb up. You take off your shoes before you get in and the tent just stays way cleaner. Which again, I don't think many people talk about a whole lot, but that is a big benefit of a rooftop tent. And then last, comfort in my opinion, right? Like I have literally tried every kind of sleep system. I have done the hammock thing. And actually I'm a pretty big hammock camper. I enjoy hammock camping. If I ever go backpacking, I'm taking a hammock because it's tiny and it's the most comfortable option. And I don't have to bring a bunch of extra stuff like memory foam or air mats or anything like that. If I have a little folding camping pillow and a hammock and a tarp, I'm good. Um, but like tent camping, 
there's just, again, there's a ton of stuff that you have to bring with you, in my opinion, that just makes it a huge pain in the butt to get everything set up, to do all that stuff. Um, and then again, you're still on the ground. It's still getting dirty. You know, there's there are some cons there, too. So but that kind of wraps up the pros of the rooftop tent. So let's talk about cons, right? Because, again, I don't want this to be super one-sided. I don't want, you know, I don't want to discount the people that say, you know, reasons why they can't do it. Again, I kind of think that people get a little too emotional about this stuff. Like, everybody always acts like there's only one right way to do something, right? There's not at all. So, again, don't be pressured by people on the Internet if there are people that are like, oh, you shouldn't have rooftop tent because it's you got to pee in the middle of the night. It's going to be terrible. Okay, sure. I mean, you can pee out of that thing from up there if you're a guy. <laughs> um, but climbing down, it's it's not a deal breaker at all. It's the same thing as getting your shoes on outside of the tent, except at least I don't have to like sit on the ground and put my feet out in the muddy dirt if it's been raining or something. I can be up there under the awning with my shoes in a nice dry waterproof bag and putting my foot on the ladder. So I still think that's a little bit easier. Um, but so, But that can be a con, right? If you have kids and you they have to get up a lot during the night it is going to be a little bit less convenient for them to have to find their shoes climb down go find a spot to be come back climb up put their shoes back right like that's a little bit harder than like a ground tent for example um if you have pets if you have like a large dog or large dogs that you take with you yes i mean this is more intended for like a single person a solo person that's kind of just wants to come and go as they please um, carrying a giant dog up into there would not be the most fun i have a puppy right now weighs about 10 pounds we think it's probably going to be about 25 30 pounds when it's grown that won't be too bad i can carry the, the dog up into the tent but if you had a 100 pound dog sure yeah that would be a lot different story right um, so i totally get that so think about that stuff too um, other cons would be expense right so um, like i know a lot of the tents that I've looked at, I've had some really cheap, crappy tents. And you can waste a lot of money buying multiple tents that fall apart, the zippers stop working, that sort of stuff. Um, there are some really nice tents called Gazelle Tents that I will link to down below. Um, I know multiple people that have them. I've talked to the company a few times. I don't have one myself. Um, but from everything that I've heard from people, they are about, it's almost like having a, a rooftop tent, quality tent that goes on the ground. It's super easy to set up, super easy to tear down, super high quality. Um, so but like something like a gazelle tent on the ground would be fine, right? Like that would be decent. Um, but so expense, right? So the rooftop tent is really expensive, but even like a top-notch, high-quality ground tent, like a gazelle tent, for example, I'll put a link down to some of those in the description below. I know a ton of people that have them. They are great quality. They're easy to set up, easy to tear down. Um, if I ever went ground tent, I would probably get a gazelle tent. Um, but so they are they are even those high quality tents are like two three four hundred bucks somewhere in that ballpark but so still you're talking half a third a quarter of like even the cheapest rooftop tents so you're definitely paying to play when you get a rooftop tent again mine is probably one of the cheaper ones and with taxes and everything it was about a thousand bucks again i i literally run a youtube channel about overlanding so I, for me it was it was a, an investment that was worth it but not for everyone right um, and then kind of the final con that I can think of for a rooftop tent is if you're super sensitive to gas mileage, um, that could be a problem because it does add sort of a brick to your roof. Um, I, I already get such bad gas mileage in my exterior that I haven't really noticed a difference. I get 13, 14 miles to the gallon pretty much no matter what I do. Um, so I haven't really noticed any, any downside to that myself, but, uh, that is kind of a con if, if you're sensitive to gas prices or gas cost. Um, one other con would be if you want to take it off, right? So like my truck personally with the lift that I've got on it, the 33 inch tires and the rooftop tent, it does not fit in my garage anymore. 
so I can't use my lift that I've got to like work on the vehicle. I have to do work out in my driveway. Um, the tent is secured in a way that's very difficult to get on and off. It's not like using a quick release system, which you can get at an added expense. Um, so if you were going to remove the tent frequently, then you'd want to get some sort of a quick release system. Overland Attic sells some. Um, but so like something like that may be of benefit to you. In my case, I'm not going to take it off. I just leave it on all the time. But you may not want to do that, right? That may be a con. It may hurt your gas mileage. It may, you know, there may be a variety of reasons why you don't want to leave it on. You may be in an area where you just don't trust that people aren't going to mess with it, right? Um, so that could be a con as well. All right, guys, so that was pretty much it. Now that we've talked through the pricing, the different styles, um, the benefits, the pros and cons, uh, that pretty much wraps it up. So thank you so much for watching. Um, as always, though, I'd love to hear from you guys. Like, I am not a, a rooftop tent expert by any means. I have done some research, but I'm not an expert. I'd love to hear from you guys down in the comments below. Like, let me know what you think. Do you love rooftop tents? Do you hate them? Um, why? What, what reasons do you have? Maybe it might help someone else. So definitely post up down below and let me know any questions you've got or any feedback you've got. Um, I'd really appreciate it. Um, as always, in the description below, there are links to Facebook, Instagram, the podcast, YouTube. Um, so check that out as well and come follow me everywhere else. Come hang out and join in the conversation. I'd love to have you. Um, there's also a link to the store where I sell patches and stickers. So if you're interested in that kind of stuff, if you're an overlander and you want patches or stickers, which we all kind of do, then you should check that out as well. And uh, otherwise, we'll just talk to you guys next week. So I hope you have a great week, and I will talk to you later.